here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. Today I'm telling you about the Colombo family murders. The content warnings are for child sexual abuse and Italian stereotyping. Come join us on Patreon. We have a general support tier as well as a tier that gets you three bonus episodes a month and always add free regular episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram at tell no one podcast or send us an email at tell no one pod at gmail.com. Sources in the show notes. Everything is alleged, but this is definitely tell no one. Enjoy. All right, we're on. Ah. Okay. Patricia Colombo. She's born June 1956 in Chicago. Her parents, Frank and Mary, are thrilled. They're in a little blue-collar neighborhood of the city, but they dream of owning their own home in the suburbs. Mary's a homemaker. Frank works. They're like traditional and they're Catholic and he like he takes like pride in being the worker and the mom staying home. Okay. That's like the roles. So Patty, Patrish, uh, she isn't really social, but she does well in school. Um, and she said she like wanted to be a nun when she grew up. Mm. Um, but Mary, her mother, is sometimes worried that they're like spoiling her. Um, because she's like an only child and she well, she is for a little while, and they dote on her. And like all of her family does. Yeah, you love her. Sure. But then Mary gets pregnant, and in the last parts of her pregnancy, like when she's very pregnant, um, Patty's uncle Gus starts like watching her in the afternoons and takes um, her on his candy delivery route. Ooh. Come on. Um, he's taking her for like root beer floats and the the like. Um, okay. So Mary has a baby boy named Michael. And when Patty is seven, Uncle Gus starts molesting her. Um, no one noticed anything and she didn't say anything. So like this is unknown to her family. Okay. When she's 10, Frank and Mary do find a house in the suburbs that they wanted. Has four bedrooms, two upstairs and two downstairs. So now she um, doesn't go on the roots like with her uncle anymore because they've moved out of the city. So now she's a teenager. Um, she's pretty solitary and spends a lot of her time at the library. Um, she has like one, I guess they call it serious relationship, but it's in high school. So how serious can it be mm. um, for a few months? But he like cheated on her. And so she was very devastated to the point of contemplating suicide. No. Yeah. But like teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like fully, your brain is like really far from being developed. It's like do or die. Yeah. And so... One night she has like a nightmare that like of the sexual assault mm. and then like she thinks it's like her father about to molest her. So just like n- she's having a nightmare about that. Yeah. That will kind of come back. So just like note that. I-, I think he like was in the like he had come into the room and she like went from the dream to looking at him and was like, what? Oh, you know what I mean? God. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> so it's 1972. Um, and she's a junior in high school. She gets a job at a sandwich shop called Corky's in a shopping mall. Cool. Mm-hmm. One day, a man named Frank DeLuca comes into Corky's. She is into him immediately. We're telling an all Italian tale. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know like Chicago was so Italian. She is into him. She thinks he looks like put together, like a grown man, handsome. Sure. Uh, so he's the manager of the Walgreens that's attached like in the shopping mall. Um, and he runs the pharmacy. Hmm. She is, she's got a full crush. Later that day, a Walgreens employee comes in to Corky's and she asks about him, like, who is that man? Uh-huh. The employee says he just moved in like to this area. area. Yeah. And like was transferred to this Walgreens. Okay. And he isn't wearing a wedding ring. 
Okay, thank you, girl, for the info. Right. So the next day, he comes in again with the assistant manager. She waits on them. He's, like, flirting. She's like, oh, it's on. Like, he he's picking up what I'm putting down, basically. Mm-hmm. So she tells her manager that she's into him. And the manager, Eunice, goes, girl, he's at least 30 years old. Yeah. And so Patty <laughs> says, listen, if he happens to ask you how old I am, tell him I'm 18. Eunice is like, I'm not going to do that. You're 15. I would not do 15 that. 15 is like incredibly young. Yeah. 18 would be wild if he if he wanted to date her. That would be wild of him. Yeah. So he, she's like, I'm not going to do that. So he comes in again um, and he notices that she's always like clearing his like table for him, like keeping it unused for him. Oh, and like he, a kid w- or like a, you know, a very yeah. teenage kind of like saving your seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saved you a seat. <laughs> saved you a seat. Damn. Uh, he asks if um, she's giving him special treatment and she's like, maybe. Mm. Eek. I don't feel good Eek. about it. Eek. One day he doesn't come in for his usual coffee and she's upset. She goes to the Walgreens, picks out a random greeting card just to walk around and saunters by the pharmacy. He's working and she says, no time for a break today? He says, no, too busy. (laughs) No. He says, no, too busy. I couldn't switch out of it. No. (laughs) And she says, I was afraid you might get sick of my coffee. And he said, no, your coffee is fine. I'll make up for it by having lunch there tomorrow. I don't know, man. I do not enjoy. Oh, it ends badly. So the next day she comes primped for work, obviously. He's coming in for lunch. I hate that, like, it should all be happening with, like, a boy in math. You right. know what I mean? Like, all this shit would be adorable if he were, like, age-appropriate, you know? Well, he's the one who's supposed to not do anything. You the know older I, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he should be the one. Yeah, no, but she's, she's being adorable. He should just stop going to this place. Yeah, or, like, okay, thank you. I I can tell you have a crush on me. Yeah. You can have a crush on me, right. but it will never go farther than that. Right. That's not what happens. <laughs> Um, So she serves him. They chat. He tells her he's 28 and she tells him she's 18. So she is all in. She spends hours fantasizing about their life together, about introducing him to her family, the whole thing. Writing the name over and over in her fucking journal. Yes, exactly. Like on her homework. Like like little DeLuca girl. Yeah. Uh, She keeps his special table available all the time. And he starts calling her Patrish. 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 Go by Trish or Patty. She, she goes by Patty, but he calls her Patrish. And that's like their special thing. Very special. special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Eunice, her manager, is like, this is not good. I- I'm watching a crime unfold. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> what the stop. fuck am I going to do? S- listen to me, Patty. Stop it. Patty, you're, you're being groomed or like... Yeah. I don't know if you're being groomed, but you're being something. Something bad's about to happen. So she she's like, I am undeterred. Like, this is how it's happening. Like, it's happening. Okay, but you know what, though? Like, for um, her coworker, I don't know if you... What would you do? Like, you're not yeah, in you a... Can't. You can't, like, reach out to her family. You don't know her fucking family. You're yeah. a fucking coworker. I think she's just like, take it from me. Yeah. You're gonna not... This is not gonna end you're well for you. You're not gonna enjoy your time. Yeah. Okay. Or like you think you will and then like 10 years from now you'll be like, why didn't my manager say anything to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't say I never warned you, Patricia. Mm. So it went on like this for a little while. Um, she's the only one who served him. She would go visit him in the pharmacy. And one day she saw him kiss a woman on the cheek and she was like, 
distraught by this mm. um, and confronted him about it. And he's like, that's my sister. And she's like, okay. Do we believe? Uh, we don't believe him. She does. Okay. One day he offers her a job at Walgreens because he thinks she's a senior in high school and that she's 18. I'm done with him. You think I'm 18. Yeah. So and you're willing to entertain this shit. Yeah. He's like, so ideally, like you'll graduate high school and then you can keep, you can work full time at Walgreens. Ideally, that is yeah. what I would do with my life. Ideally. She's like, at, she is a head over, like, she's like, this is the best thing that could ever happen to me. I'm going to work in the cosmetics aisle at Walgreens and I'm killing it. So she fills out the application and changes her birthday by two years to make her 18. She's 16 now. They're going to have to check that girl. It's a, they don't check. She gets, she well, just, they don't check. What, what year are we in? 72. Before the invention of knowledge. Exactly. Okay, a few days later, he waits outside of the Corky's parking lot for her to finish her last shift. Shift. Did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> Did I finish that word? No. Um, her last shift. Mm. He asks if she wants to go for a drive, and she says, hell yeah. Um, they go park somewhere and neck, but cool. they eventually have sex in his car. That day? or Right like later? then and there. Okay, right. Um, this goes on for weeks, multiple times a week. Yeah. Eventually, he says he wants to have sex with her on a bed <laughs> and not in his car. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, why don't you just bring me to your house? And he's like, I live with my sister. And she would not like that. Okay. I'm my an sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm an adult woman and I'm here to tell you, Patricia. He's married. Married. Yeah. Majorly. <laughs> Majorly. You've only ever interacted with him in the mall. Yeah. So they start renting hotel rooms. Okay. Patricia. I know you're a baby, but like... Girl. Does she have a friend to be like, girl, are you hello? fucking... Be fucking for real. <laughs> <laughs> he he will never bring you home. His sister could know he is a girlfriend. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? But not an 18-year-old one. You know what I mean? So that's what he's pulling. Okay. Like, she wouldn't approve. And also, like, that you work for me. Okay, man. Then I'm hearing that there are many <laughs> legitimate reasons you should not be together. Exactly. <laughs> Her parents are pretty happy with her new job, but they're a little concerned because she starts like dressing to the nines to go to the Walgreens, like <laughs> high heels. They, she has to like change from school because they won't let her wear it at school. Okay. Um. So she confides in Frank DeLuca. So there's a Frank DeLuca and her dad have the same name, Frank. <laughs> so I'm from now on just going to call him DeLuca and her dad, Frank. Okay. So DeLuca, the boyfriend. Yeah. DeLuca boyfriend, Frank, her dad. My ancient boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> She confides in DeLuca about her uncle having molested her. Mm. And he, what? And he basically is like, that's men. Like, that's men's sexuality. Like, that's what they're like. She also shares about the dream she had about her father molesting her. And yeah. he said, yeah, that's probably because he has sexual desire for you. And if you hadn't woken up, he probably would have had a sexual encounter with you without even waking up. Yeah. What the hell would qualify you? Like Freud. Frank DeLuca PhD. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Come to me when you have your PhD. <laughs> but, um, I mean, might be duh, but like, I don't think her dad did anything to her. No. I think that like a horrible thing by a trusted male adult happened to her. Yeah. And her little brain is like, yeah. um, what if it happened here? If that can happen for my uncle, what if my dad exactly. did it? What if, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you're having a bad dream yeah. about, Men in, like, a, a position of authority in your life yeah. hurting you. Yeah, and, like, you're having a nightmare, like, with flashbacks yeah. of an actual thing that happened. And you're conflating, like, you know, when you wake up, you're like, is this real? Was that a dream? Was, yeah. Like, that type of shit happens all the time. Yeah. 
And also now he knows that like she has been a victim of sexual abuse and like all the more for him to take advantage of. Remember the um the show The Keepers? Yeah. And how one of the I think from my memory, like one of the reasons the the main guy, the main predator guy, yeah, picked one of the children to fucking prey on was that he knew that she had confided in him that she had been mm-hmm. abused at home before yeah. by another male relative. And he fully was like, Oh, then you're already damaged. Yeah. I'll do it too. Yeah. Like what the fuck is that logic? I think because he's like, you won't say anything. <laughs> like, I know you won't say anything. And like, yeah. this isn't like shocking to you. Like, you're already, you've already had this happen. Like, but like, how thoroughly rotten. How rotten. That's the thing. It's like they're seeking them out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he starts bringing back different men to the hotels for their rendezvous so they could have threesomes with men. With men. Well, it was mostly like him watching her have sex with men um, and like taping it. Are you, uh, He's a... I don't know that he's getting paid, but he is loving it. I don't know that he's getting paid, like, in currency, but he's getting paid. (laughs) But he is getting something out of it. Right, for sure. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so he's taking photos of all this. Um, So one day... Child porn. Yeah, yeah. So one day, a woman named Joy gets transferred to their Walgreens. Um, She is DeLuca's ex-girlfriend, and she's in her early 30s. So a few days later, the woman who Patty had seen DeLuca kiss and call his sister comes by and Joy refers to her as Mrs. DeLuca. Right. (laughs) Marilyn, his wife and mother of his five (gasps) children. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And by the way, him being like, yeah, I know you got um, abused. Men are fucking horrifying creatures. Yeah. Do you mean you? Yes. You mean you? Yeah, he's like we're all like this, certainly, right? Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, we're all rotten to the core, aren't we? <laughs> aren't we boys? <laughs> wait, boys. <laughs> so Patty is like shook, and she like is trying to get more information without being too like. I'm the girlfriend. I need the information. I'm the teenage girlfriend. Um, so she remarks to Joy like, "Wow, Frank like cannot be old enough to have five kids," mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, he's thirty five." <laughs> Uh, I am old enough. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. You're a goddamn liar. You're a dirty <laughs> dog. <laughs> You're a dirty dog. <laughs> You're a dirty dog. You're a filthy liar. She confronts Deluca about this, and he convinces her to go talk to him about it at a motel. His reasoning was: We don't need to talk in a hotel room. A motel. <laughs> no, we absolutely do not. <laughs> like, talk in the car if you need to be private. Like, rarely you know? do you need to talk in a motel room unless it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his reasoning was that he had gotten married too young and he has too many kids and that I'm, he's no longer in love with his wife. Um, and they hadn't had sex since he met Patty. That's bullshit, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. And he was in love with her. He said he really hated lying, but he was scared that she would leave if she knew the truth. And it would also look bad to Walgreens if he abandoned his family. And he's also too honorable to abandon them. You're not honorable. I'm too honorable to abandon my family while he's meeting you in a you motel a room. You a 15-year-old yeah. in a motel room. Please. Come the fuck on. <laughs> and like, by the way, he knows she's not 18. Right. But like, I'm sure he's enjoying the lie. But you know her real age. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, so Patty forgives him and confesses that she was 15 when they met and she's now 17. (gasps) Patty, you lied to me. Patty, what a turn off. I thought you were 18. mm, Ew. 
And I'm honorable, and that matters to me. (laughs) Okay, so shortly before, this is strange, but shortly before her 18th birthday, Patty steals from the employee lockers in Walgreens. Hmm. He had, like, given her the key to all of them, and she took people's shit. (laughs) (laughs) Leave my shit alone. (laughs) Which is weird. But, like, when you're a teen, you'll do weird shit, and you don't know why. So she gets, like, in big trouble for this, like, legally. Yeah. Um... And for some reason, the solution to this is to have DeLuca start talking to his wife, Marilyn, about having Patty move in. What? He's like, she's basically an adult and she needs to get out of her parents' house because they have such unrealistic demands of her. And like, like not being a thief and a liar. Yeah, like I'll keep an eye on her because she's a delinquent now. Um, oh, Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and she tells her parents basically like, you can force me here for the next few weeks, but the second I turn 18, I'm going anyway. So fuck you. And they're like, okay. Well, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm upset. So DeLuca tells Patty that Marilyn knows about their relationship and is okay with it as long as they don't have sex in the family home. I can't go back to the car. <laughs> She's like, ow, I'm 17. <laughs> I'm not 15 anymore. <laughs> but she's upset a little bit or disturbed by the sleeping arrangements because he's still sharing the bed with his wife does she think that they're like not together anymore yeah oh come on babe (laughs) come Come on on. they're sharing a room yeah they're in bed they're a married couple good night patty good night honey Oh my god! Everyone. And she's with the five kids too. Yeah, like you're in with the children. You're a child. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Patty tells her parents she's leaving and she's going to be staying with the Delugas until she can get on her feet. Um, it starts off as well as it possibly could. Um, Marilyn tells their neighbors that she comes from a troubled home and they're like doing a good thing by taking her in. You're not old enough to be taking in children. No. And like, she's if 18. You were like, if you were like 50, then maybe I'd buy. But your man is like 35. You have five her. kids and he's <laughs> fucking that girl. Right? Like, <laughs> what is the question? <laughs> I don't think there is. I think we all know. Right. Yeah. Okay. But this like Mary, her mother just clicks. Like it just clicks for her. And she figures out what's going on and calls Marilyn and asks, do you know that Patty's trying to steal your husband? Okay, mom, do do not put it that way. (laughs) Hang up the phone, mom. Is that my mom? Hang up. Uh, Marilyn goes, I know Patty would like to steal him. Oh, Marilyn. But she can't. One thing about Frank you can depend on is that he will lose interest eventually. Oh. She's writing this out. She... Is not like, no, they're not fucking. Nope. She's like, it won't last forever. Yeah. Damn, Marilyn. Damn, <laughs> but now they are having sex in the house. Well, the, Marilyn's one rule. He tells Patty that it doesn't count if they're the only people home at the time. Why would it not count? But then that even starts to fall away. And, and they're like having sex in the living room while the kids are like in the pool outside. It's like not good. Okay, so Patty goes to see her dad and tells him that she wants to get her own place. She's like, this is a little weird even for me. Mm. And he says that he's willing to pay her rent if she would just get away from Frank DeLuca. Okay. Um, so she gets a place and is like committed to not sleep with him anymore. She's like, that was weird. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a blip. That was strange. Last couple of years of high school. But one night he comes over to visit her and declares that he is going to leave his family for her and that he wants to marry her. She agrees to let him move into her apartment with her and they change the lease to Mr. and Mrs. Frank DeLuca. Inaccurate. 
inaccurate. There is a Mrs. DeLuca yeah. and she's raising your five kids. So they sit down with her parents and tell them their plan to marry. And they are upset. Uh, Mary calls him a cradle robber. Yeah. <laughs> they are not accepting it. They continue to argue about this for like days. And in one argument, Patty lets it slip that Frank is living with her in the apartment that her dad is paying for. Mm-hmm. Um, rent free, huh? Rent-, rent free, Frank DeLuke. Grown man, I'm paying your rent. Yeah. Okay. To live with my little daughter. No way. I'm not sanctioning this. No. So her dad calls um, DeLuca one day and is like, we need to talk, I think, probably. I'll meet you in the Walgreens parking lot after you close up. But DeLuca calls Patty and tells her that he won't meet with her father unless she's there. What are you afraid of? People talking real to you? Exactly. Man up. (laughs) (laughs) So it's time to meet. Why aren't you in Nam right now? Don't you have somewhere else to be? (laughs) Uh... DeLuca and Patty are sitting in his car, and her dad shows up, struts right over, and whacks him in the face with a gun. Good. (laughs) Um, He says, I'll kill you, you motherfucker. (laughs) You're going to leave my daughter alone, or you're fucking dead. He hits him in the stomach. Patrish is furious. Um, The police show up, and she files a complaint against her father, and he's arrested. Ooh, I wouldn't do that. This is the uh, final straw for her dad. Yeah. The next morning when he made bail... Her father said he would never forgive her for this and that he was taking her out of his will. Um, so DeLuca is worried that her, um, that Patty's father is going to hire a hitman to kill him or something. I wish, DeLuca. So he's like, kind. we're getting riled up about like stakes here, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So Patty offers to drop the assault charges if her dad will forgive and forget. He says, no. I'm going scorched earth on this, Patty. No, I'm really mad. <laughs> We're upping the ante here. Like, things are weird. But Patty does withdraw the complaint. Yeah. Um, so she she withdraws the complaint and is, like, waiting for her dad to call and say thank you. And that does not happen. So she goes to her parents' house to talk. Um, but her father locks himself in his bedroom and refuses to speak to her. He won't talk to her? No. Uh, don't be a baby, Dad. <laughs> Get out here. Um, she pleaded with her mother for help that she said she wanted to make amends, um, but we are still getting married and we also want to have a baby. Don't do that. Mary's like, I'll talk to your dad, but like shit's fucked up here, Patty. Patty returns a week later. Her father still avoided her, but he said he's perfectly willing to start all over with you, but only you. Like we can repair this, but you have to not be with this guy anymore. She says that's never going to happen. So it's the summer of 75. Um, Patty meets a, with a car salesman named Lanny, bought a gun from him, and asked if he would kill her parents. Oh, shit. We don't have to do that. No. Like, yeah, why do they need to die? You're uh, 18. I don't know. He said he would for $10,000 per person. So Lanny asks her for a floor plan where everyone sleeps, their usual operating hours but and such. But how did we get here? Like, well, but- an hour ago, you were like begging them to be in your life. And now they, they were like, no, we will not. And now you're like, then y- if I can't have you, no one can. <laughs> DeLuca's saying like, they're going to kill me. So like, no, we have not. to kill them before they kill me. They're cutting you off yeah. from their life. Like, they're not killing you. <laughs> Wait, no one's killing you. <laughs> So Patty assured Lanny that there would be plenty of money when the job was done. Um, Because although she had been told she was taken out of the will, she figured that she would become her brother Michael's guardian and would therefore have control of the estate. Oh, we have a little brother, right? We have a little brother. He's like 13. Like a kid. Yeah, fuck off, Patty. I'm like (laughs) trying to bring up a 13-year-old. I'm bringing up Michael. 
<laughs> We're trying to bring a baby. <laughs> so she gives him the floor plan and all the other information he asked. And she made it clear that she didn't want her brother Michael to be killed. I feel like shit about everything you're telling me. Like, she's so young. (laughs) (laughs) We're very young. Like, I mean, you should know at 18 not to kill anybody. But I'm sure that, like, at that age, you can't really put together the enormity of, like, they're going to be gone, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brother will not have a mother or father. If you love him that much, why would you take them from him? Right. To have an older boyfriend who is, like, whipping you into a fucking Mm -hmm. frenzy about it, telling you, like, they're going to kill you. Yeah. Like, everybody... Shut the fuck up. Like, you know, you're not going to be 18 forever, right? Like, right. you're going to be 50 and you'll have your parents will still be dead. And you'll have fucking killed them. Yeah. Everybody go Girl, take a fucking nap. Take real. a nap. Think about this. <laughs> <laughs> so Lanny and a friend of his said they would do it. They uh, they wanted. I don't know how to say this. Okay, <laughs> Lanny and a friend of his said they would do it. And they had sex with her as a down payment nature's credit card <laughs> no. never leave home without it no <laughs> okay. um it's bad i mean it's the bad. whole thing is like really really bad it's disgusting yeah. yeah yeah repulsive <laughs> um and then they would get the money when she got her inheritance or whatever you'll get what you get yeah <laughs> you won't get upset we'll see how this all shakes out her plan's a little shaky on shaky ground you're gonna be the executor of your parents estate by default like i wouldn't guarantee i wouldn't count on that i think it'll be your uncle exactly oh no oh no so it was supposed to happen in november 75 and nothing has happened by january 76 still hasn't happened i think you fucked those guys (laughs) yeah that's what happened (laughs) (laughs) she also paid him two thousand dollars no everything i had I played all my cards. <laughs> yeah, so they were just stringing her along, taking money from her. They never were going to do it and never did do it. Yeah, you'd have to be a maniac to be a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all know that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get a drink. All right. It's May 4th, 1976. Put yourself there. Patricia and DeLuca go to her parents' house. She acts as a decoy to be admitted to the house. Her father lets her in. And when Frank opens the door and turns around, DeLuca enters and shoots him in the back of the head with a thirty-two caliber handgun. Oh, we're moving right. We're doing it? Yeah, we're taking matters into our own little hands. And then Patty... No, not the kid. What? Patty bludgeons her father with the bowling trophy. Ooh. So Mary, her mother, is hiding in the bathroom. I can't believe... I feel very different hiring people to hypothetically kill a loved one. Bad, right? Bad. But watching your dad get shot and then you joining in to bludgeon him, you're a different thing. Yeah. I saw something that said the back of his head was disintegrated with how much she had. Not my word I like. Not my word I like. (laughs) I know it. So Mary's hiding in the bathroom and DeLuca shoots her right between the eyes. Then one of them, we don't know which, slit her throat. They go, wake up, her 13-year-old brother, Michael. Did they kill him? Yeah. Why? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. An hour ago, you were talking about, make sure you don't touch Michael. I want to be his guardian. Nope. They wake him up, which is strange, and make him get out of bed and then shoot him. And then Patty stabs him at least 80 times. Um, Did Patty have a break in reality? Maybe. I'm, this isn't the girl I know. <laughs> this is not the Patty I know from Walgreens. And they do oh the little God. Robeson's move and they turn up the heat to 97. 
No, not cooking them. Yep. The next morning, DeLuca shows up at Walgreens like nothing ever fucking happened. I hate when they do that. Mm-hmm. I would be barfing on the ground like, for the rest of my life. <laughs> I do like one, I say one stupid thing and like hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> or I like, um, have you ever maybe not heard correctly and kind of like, yep. and maybe been inadvertently a little bit cold or rude to someone? Yeah. When I do that, I fully am like, I'll bludgeon me. <laughs> I gotta die for this. <laughs> Sorry. Let alone like I, if you committed a cold blooded, violent crime. Yeah. Yeah. Waking up and remembering that every day. No, I, I would end it. No, I'm not joking. No, I think yeah. that I waking up every morning. I don't know how Alec Baldwin does it. Well, he has little Carmelito Barbabito <laughs> to comfort him. His little banditos to comfort him. <laughs> oh, my little Barbabito. <laughs> Bambinos or whatever the hell. Oh Zumbinis. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. May 7th, two police officers are called to investigate an abandoned car. Uh, it belongs to Frank Colombo, but had not been reported stolen. Uh, so they call the house several times. They're like, dude, your car's here. No one answers. At 4.45 p.m., another officer goes um, to the house to make the notification. Um, as he reaches the door, he gets bad vibes. Why wouldn't they leave the car in the driveway? I have no idea what they did with that. Maybe they thought like a neighbor would note... Um, um, they were home. All the they, time? they the car. They haven't left their home in a week. You know. Yeah, maybe they're like on vacation or something because the car's gone. There's a lot of mail overflowing, and the front door was like kind of ajar, and you could hear a dog crying inside. In 97 degrees, a giant hot car. Yeah. Oh my! God. I can't believe it's still alive. So they knock on the door. Nothing. He's walking around, checking, um, looking through windows and doors. He doesn't see anything, but he thinks the vibes are off. He requests backup, and when the second officer arrives, they enter through the entryway. Um, They find Frank in the living room, lying on his back. There's a blood-soaked chair cushion on the floor next to him. They find Mary on her back with her underwear down around her knees and the top of her nightgown pulled down. So they they back out, and they call the homicide team. Mm. They find four of... <laughs> they find four of Frank's teeth in the carpet and a bloodied lamp. So she also used a lamp to bludgeon him. How do you hate anyone that much who didn't do shit to you? It is so weird. Uh, he had lacerations all over him, glass from the lamp and stuff. Mary's head was also bludgeoned, um, and she was still wearing her wedding, her engagement ring. So like, it wasn't a robbery. Yeah. Okay. They find Michael last. Um, the bowling trophy was laying next to his body. His he was covered in lacerations and punctures. He had two gunshot wounds in his head. Yeah, there were indications that he had been sleeping when the attacks occurred, and he was awoken and forced out of his bed by mm. his killers. They killed Michael more than anyone. Yeah, they killed him. Ultra, ultra. Yeah. When the police uh, find his body, they said on first glance it looked as if he had a case of measles until they realized the measles were dozens of tiny gashes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Ray Rose, the investigating detective, um, said Frank was shot in the back of the head and his teeth came out. Mary was probably dead before she hit the floor, but I can still see the rage on Michael's body. Yeah. 
No one is arrested right away. Um, and after being notified, Patty comes in for an interview. She immediately is suggesting possible leads. Okay, whenever they do that, yeah. like you hear about a crime of a loved one, you should be not even over the shock of that having happened yet. Why are you trying to help me do my work? I would move to the middle of the ocean <laughs> if this happened. Oh, if it, I'm like, leaving. If it legitimately, like, you don't didn't have anything yes. to do with it and a loved one got murdered like that. Uh, your whole family. Your whole family. Not even one. See ya. I, drop me in the Atlantic. Yeah. I'm in the Mojave Desert. Oh, uh, okay. So she is being like, huh, I think my dad might have been the target of a mob hit. Um, He probably had mob ties. And they're like, he did not have mob ties. And He's Italian, but no. For, for, <laughs> fuck you, uh, Patricia. Fuck you. Um, whenever they... The dead man might not really have been that good of a guy. Right. Like, daddy has a secret. Why are you talking shit about a dead guy? Right. And, like, I'm not going to defend the mob, but does the mob, like, skewer little boys? I don't believe... They don't even really kill women, I don't think. Blah, blah, blah. There was no indication that Frank Colombo was involved in anything like that. Ray Rose told reporters she could turn it on and turn it off, smoking and joking, and then at one point laying over the casket and crying. Oh, wow. So they pull a strange move and they do like, instead of like good cop, bad cop, they do like bad cop, flirting cop. They honeypot her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have a hot cop start flirting with her. And How she do they pick him? Eats it up. Cool, though. Kind she of a weird, cool plan. You know, I'm not totally sure anything comes from that, but <laughs> but they did it so much. They did it so much that he like went to the funerals oh, and wow. she obviously was at the funerals and they were talking so much and were so close that people at the funeral thought he was Frank DeLuca. They're like, that's her boyfriend. A week later, a tip comes in um, that said, you should go talk to this guy, Lanny. Uh, they scope out his house. He pulls in. They ask if he knew Patty and he... He goes, <gasps> he freaks out and immediately confesses that he had known her and that she had asked him to kill her family. He also mentions that she, when she originally talked to him, she said she wanted to be there for the murders. Oh, what the fuck, Patty? So May 15th, um, they're given a search warrant to search their Frank DeLuca and um, Patty's apartment. Mm -hmm. um, and they find all the pictures that he had um, taken of Patty um, and an eight millimeter movie camera um, video of her having sex with his German shepherd. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's too, it's too fucked up. <laughs> How did we get here? We have strayed so far from God's light. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. No, it's really... This shit disturbs me, like, to my core, deep, deep down. Yeah, like, it is one thing to get cucked by a human. Right. It's a totally different <laughs> thing. <laughs> Ew, I'm sick. I feel like, I don't know, part of me, I know she did, like, a fucking horrible thing, and I know that, like, she should rot in jail for what she did. Yeah. But another part of it, a really damaged girl who got abused in childhood oh, yeah. and then got groomed by an older guy and now is like having to do shit like that, which yeah. is like, she's not the victim, but she's like a victim. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Oh my fucking God, everyone. I know. How do you, how do you ever look at that dog again? <laughs> how do you face it? On May 17th, 1976, Patricia is charged with murder, solicitation of murder, and conspiracy. Um, in July, Frank DeLuca was arrested. His employees revealed that they had seen him washing and burning bloodstained clothes the day after the murders. Pipe up, then. At Walgreens? And apparently, he had kept them silent by threatening their families. 
Okay, so while in jail, DeLuca attempted to have these witnesses killed <laughs> by a cellmate, but another inmate um, told the police about it. So um, in a police interview, Patty says, I wanted to beat my father to the punch, claiming she feared that he had ordered a hit out on her. Yeah, may- have you been brainwashed by yeah. your fucking older boyfriend? The jury convicted both of them, and they were each sentenced to 200 to 300 years. 200 years! <laughs> Um, in 1979, it was reported that Patty had assisted in organizing sex sex orgies involving guards and wardens at the prison. Patty. I know. High-ranking officials at the prison, including the warden, were forced to resign. Oh, in my the wake God, of Patty. <laughs> she was, like, trafficking women in prison yeah. for the men. Yeah. She's, like, deeply, deeply, deeply traumatized. Yeah. yeah. And, like, in... Even more after being with Frank. Right. Like, or DeLuca. Yeah, she was victimized by him. So DeLuca has since confessed to doing the shootings, but Patty has never admitted her role in any part of it at all, um, which negatively impacts her parole opportunities. Well, what are you going to get out in 150? <laughs> <laughs> if she's alive by then, she'll be 167. <laughs> um, in 2020, they were both denied parole. Yeah. Yeah. For the dog thing alone. Period. Period. The dog showed up at the hearing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they have not learned their <laughs> victim impact statement from the dog. <laughs> arf, arf. Lock them up. Oh, and throw away the key. Your honor, arf, arf. That's all. Wow, everyone. I know. Feel free to absorb that information. Feel free to share it if you fucking have to. Mm-hmm. As the way you heard it, tell no one. Bye.